With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Six players, one goal to capture the sixth A-Town Fantasy Football Championship title. Hello, everybody. This is Jordan Roan. Welcome to A-Town Talk, the first of its kind. I'm Jordan Roan, and we are joined today by a very special guest, a legend, if you will, in the A-Town Fantasy Football community Mason McGinnis. Mason, thank you so much for being here today. Jordan, it's a pleasure. I, uh, I'm i just honored to be on your show coming into uh, this day where I secure the number one seed going into the playoffs. It's a great day in A-Town fantasy. That's right, folks. We now know what the semifinal matchups are going to be in A-Town. It's always so, so surprising. And the anticipation factor that goes into it, you know, it, it really mm-hmm. does go down to the wire because we had Monday Night Football last night with New England Patriots actually getting upset by the Miami Dolphins. So there were a lot of factors involved there, which meant we really didn't know exactly who was going to be facing off against who next week. So I will go over right now the playoff bracket. I don't know, this may be the first time some folks are hearing it, but let's give it a shot. So in the first semifinal game, as you mentioned, Mason, the three-time defending champion, you will be facing off against Team Alyssa. Alyssa Roan. That's right. The four seed. It is important to note, though, that, that she being the four seed doesn't really matter because she kind of had it locked up along the way. We had uh, T. McGinnis and Avery McGinnis come in at the five and six seed, respectively. But in reality, they finished five and nine. They were not... They didn't have a chance to playoffs. That's what I'm trying to say. Is that right, Mason? That's right, yeah. Even though uh, McGinnis has actually swept Week 14 won all three matchups, but it uh, didn't really matter for Team Avery and Team T. They've kind of been out of it for a few weeks, uh, just kind of trailing along. But the Roans are dominating the playoff bracket, so I need to represent the McGinnis clan well here in the playoffs. Yeah, that's a good point to make. The Roans actually came in at the two the three seed and the four seed. So although the Roans dominated the regular season, if you will, Mason, you were the one that came out on top, actually breaking through with that that's number nine win. Because if you didn't get this win this past week, if, if you would not have won against Gary, you would have had no chance at I know. being the win. It was, uh, it was a stressful week for me. Um, you know, it was a lot of just coaching a lot of determination on my players' part. 
But really what it comes down to is I said to the guys, you know, look, we got to get the number one seed locked up just for mental purposes. I mean, it really means nothing. Alyssa's got a great team, and uh, so do you and your dad. You know, Team Gary's been strong all year, but just having that number one seed, my guys are really going to rally around that going into this first week of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I mean, right now at your team, 125 points, that is, is basically unbeatable. I mean, if you put that up the next two weeks, you're going to get your fourth straight championship. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins with 24. You're, I mean, who is this kicker? Who? How did you find this kicker from Kansas City? Tell us about him. Yeah, you see, uh, his name's Harrison Butker. A lot of people, uh, you know, kind of under, underestimated him at the beginning of the year. But I like mm-hmm. to play the waivers, you know. The underdogs are definitely guys that I'm going to consider for my team. Uh, no man is going to go past up if he's scoring lots of points. So I acquired him after a few weeks of um, good performance. I talked to his agent, and I actually talked personally to Harrison. He's excited to be on Team Mason. And he's wow. really pumped to just see what we can do in the playoffs. I mean, it is no wonder that, that this gentleman would want to play for such a, an established franchise such as Team Mason. Uh, when, you, when you called him up and asked him, you know, to, to come join your squad, what was kind of the initial reaction? Was there any emotion involved there? Because I know Harrison is an emotional guy. <clears throat> oh, my gosh, yes. In fact, uh, sadly, he had a uh, family emergency when I was initially going to call him, a family member oh passed God. away, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, this oh is God. this is only going to drive him more to just perform at his very best in the playoffs. I mean, you look at Team Alyssa, she's got Chris Boswell from the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he's no joke either. He's been putting up big points. So mm-hmm. I said, you know, Harrison, put aside the family issues, really go out there, focus on what you can do. You know, I know a lot of it depends on the offense, whether or not they're moving the ball. But, you know, he was very emotional in the conversation. But at the end, I think we really established a goal for the playoffs. So we're going to see how that pans out here in the next few weeks. But I need him to come through for sure. Wow, that is that is really inspiring. Mason, giving him an opportunity, that is, that's something special. And we really admire you here on A-Town Talk for doing that. Oh, so thank you mentioned you're, you're facing off against Lissa. First off, real quick, uh, the other semifinal game will be myself, Jordan Roan, Team Jordan, facing off against Team Gary, Battle of the Rones there. I'll just say real briefly, it's going to be it's gonna be a tough one. You know, projections right now opening up, me 99, Gary 89. But that really is because of the devastating blow to Team Gary with Carson Wentz going mm-hmm. out, AC out there. The last thing Gary would have ever expected heading into the semifinal. Finals really, really difficult for him. We'll try to get That's his reaction at some point, but uh, I'll tell you, very, very difficult blow for Team Gary. He's gonna need Matt Ryan to pull through on Monday night if he wants mm-hmm. any chance at taking me down. And for my sake, I'll say right now, uh, hopefully Matt Ryan has a horrible game. But that's just <laughs> uh, now the big semifinal game. Everyone's been talking about the game that is going to be so close is between you, Mason. And Team Alyssa, that's Alyssa Roan. And she is joining us right now, live on air. Alyssa Roan, thanks for being here. Oh, always a pleasure. All right. Glad to hear from you. We have Alyssa versus Mason. This is a matchup between our two guests right now. Battle it out right here on air. Why do you think 
think, Mason, your team is going to come out victorious? Well, I like to pride myself on experience. You know, uh, James Franklin once said, you know, you can rise and fall to your opponent's levels, but, uh, you know, if you've got experience, you can always fall back on that when the times get tough. So I think he said something like that. But three championships in a row, you know, going for my fourth, I feel confident going into the playoffs. I know my team is ready for battle. It's not going to be easy, that's for sure. But um, I think it's actually going to come down to a little bit of a quarterback battle between Team Mason and Team Alyssa. Both of our quarterbacks struggled last week, so we'll see how they can bounce back there to uh, give one of us the edge. Well, Mason, you really don't have much to lose. I mean, you've you've pretty much secured yourself and solidified your place in the history books. Uh, Probably. A first time Hall of Famer in the Fantasy Football Hall of Fame. So, oh, thank you. Yeah, that's great. That's great. But Alyssa, you want to take down the king of Fantasy Football A Town. How do you think you're going to do that? What's your strategy heading into this week? Well, just trusting the players that I have used all season. And that's it. Alyssa, last night you took a very, very devastating loss to Avery. You, you nearly beat him, but you just didn't come close enough. And Avery obviously finished last this season, so, uh, you know, a job yeah, well like to blame that on Tom Brady last night, but mm-hmm. that's what I was gonna wasn't say. a good you performance. Had a, you had page three players that just didn't pull through. Wrong, yeah. wrong. Al Cease on your bench. You can't really expect to win when he's not in your lineup. So, Who? That's Rob Gronkowski. He didn't play. I know, and that's why you can't expect oh. a win when he's sitting on your oh. bench. Oh, okay. Thank you. So we have I'd like to uh, ask a question okay. if I could. Yeah, I got a question uh, for Alyssa about Kareem Hunt. Have you talked to him about, you know, just how much of a workload he really has to carry on your team? Is he willing to carry this responsibility into the playoffs? Um, yes. Um, <laughs> he's a really ready to play. I don't Well, I think a very interesting point is also going to be defense. Clear defense wins championships. Mason, mm. you have the Rams in there starting against Seattle. Russell Wilson is probably going to be MVP of the NFL this year. Are you, mm-hmm. are you any any bit worried about that matchup? The Rams, they could put up negative numbers. You know, Jordan, I've seen that actually, uh, I've seen some teams go through the waiver line. I'm going to have to check that out tomorrow and see because the Rams are making me a little scared going up against uh, Alyssa. So that's a good point. It's going to be something that I'm going to have to sleep on. I'm not here to offer advice, you know, but I just am am pinpointing flaws in teams, and I see that matchup. Although, on the contrary, the Rams are projected to score more points this week than Alyssa's Chargers are. Alyssa... The Chargers facing Kansas City, Alex Smith. It's very, very interesting because Mason has Alex Smith. So if Alex Smith has an awful game, Alyssa, things are looking really good for you. What do you think about the Chargers defense starting for you this week? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with them over the Steelers this week. I'm not too sure about that, but they both... Well, that's a good point, because the Steelers are facing the the GOAT, the greatest of all time, and Tom Brady. 
But really, in Heinz Field, you never know what the heck's going to happen. Uh, I'm very, very excited to see that game. That's going to be at 425 on Sunday, so make sure you're tuned in. And now, a uh, moment everyone's probably been waiting for, the projection for this game. Drum roll, please. Team Alyssa is actually projected to take down the defending champ, Team Mason. Boy, oh boy, is it neck and neck. Alyssa's projected to put up 96 Mason, 94. Initial oh. thoughts for both of you. Devastating. <laughs> Carlos Hyde versus Le'Veon Bell is the matchup I'm really intrigued by this week. Mm. Mason, Le'Veon Bell, you think he might have the edge, but he's facing New England. New England coming off a loss, they're going to be out for blood. What's going on there? You know, really, the uh, the only thing I can put my trust in is the fact that Bell put up a lot of points last week. He's coming off that great week. And I know that New England is coming off a tough loss yesterday where they gave up lots of yardage to the Miami running game. So we got to see if uh, Bell can rise to the occasion at home and get a lot of points for Team Mason. I tried to contact him. He's actually unavailable today but I'm going to keep trying to talk to him this week and just see if he can really push through. Alyssa, one final question on your team. Rob Gronkowski or Jimmy Graham? I'm not sure uh, if Gronkowski's playing. I'm not sure. I have to look at that. Look into that. Um, Yeah. So far, ESPN has not released any updates as far as I'm aware on his, his status, but he is projected to put up 11, so it seems as though they may be leaning towards Gronkowski taking the field, which obviously would be extremely beneficial for Alyssa. Yeah, um, let me look something up. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Graham did terrible this week for me, so I'm not really wanting to play him if I don't have to. But the, the really interesting point here is for, for both of you, Alyssa, you have Jimmy Graham in there for Seattle. Who are they facing? They're facing the Rams. Who has the Rams defense? Mason. Mm-hmm. We are going yeah. to see a lot of storylines in this game. Yeah. I'm really, really interested to see how this one plays out. Yeah, I'd also like to uh, make a point here. I'm kind of contradicting myself because I have Doug Baldwin starting at wide receiver and I also have the Rams defense in. Like you said, there's a lot of players from this game, so I think this game is going to make or break this semifinal matchup. Yeah, that one game there. Really want to be paying attention. It's at 4.05, so you better call off work, you better find a television, <laughs> and you better sit down and play close extension uh, to that game. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, before we let you go, Alyssa, I want to ask you a question. So back on mm-hmm. September 3rd, okay, September 3rd, we all know that was the A-Town Fantasy Football Draft. You had the number four pick. Any regrets from the draft? No, I don't have any regrets. No regrets because you made playoffs, and that's the ultimatum in fantasy yeah. football. Exactly. Get your team, get your team in the best position to win each week and make playoffs, mm-hmm. and that's what you did. Uh, one final thought, Alyssa, championship prediction you had at the start of the season yourself over Mason. Now, we obviously know that just is not possible because you're facing off in the semifinals. 
but you did choose yourself to win. Very risky move. Why, at the start of the season, did you think you had the team to win? And do you find that whatever that reason was is still prevalent today? Do you think you're going to win the championship? Um, hopefully optimistic. Uh, hope so. I don't know. Now, Alyssa, let's remind everyone that she was our 2013 league champion. Very exciting. Wow. She had an 8-8 eight and eight record yeah. during that historic run, the first female to win a fantasy football championship in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Really, really exciting. And during that championship, historic. let's recall, she had a 92.5 to 90.35 victory versus Gary. That was over on the flea flicker days. We can't really talk about that because <laughs> the contract problems. But, uh, Alyssa, that 92 to 90 victory, ever so close. You denied Gary the chance at a back to back championship. Can you take us back to 2013 and tell us, uh, you know, do you, what do you recall from that historic year? I don't remember much, but. I'm hoping to uh, pull it off again this year when you lose yeah. and I have to take oh. Gary. Well, I beg to differ, but we'll see you next week. Whenever I will be taking on the winner of your game because I'm pretty darn confident. Right. Okay, Alyssa Rohn, appreciate you coming on the show today amidst your busy schedule and yeah. best of luck in the semifinals against Mason. No, thank Good you. luck. Good luck. <laughs> All right. That was Alyssa Roan live on A-Town Talk. We're going back to, to talk with Mason. He is our special prime guest of the show. Mason, you talked about the waiver wires earlier. Your success really has been derived from the waiver wires. What is your, mm. your mentality when you scroll through? Let, let's take us behind the scenes. When do you sit down and scroll through the waivers? Yeah, so a lot of times... Um... It's actually Thursday. Um, Wednesday is the waiver uh, opening date, but sometimes I just don't feel like the players are ready to discuss, you know, negotiations for the coming week mm-hmm. on Wednesday. So I like to wait till Thursday. Um, it depends, though. You know, sometimes I want to scroll through and find the best available. Sometimes I want to find that sleeper. But a lot of times, what I'll do is I'll uh, really take a look at guys. You know, kind of go into their backstory and see, you know, mm-hmm. past the projections. What the uh, what their character really is. Uh, this sometimes involves phone calls and emails, but it's definitely worth it. Like an FBI background check, you got to talk to Correct, all the yeah. people involved and, and see who they are behind behind the you know the frame. Who are they right. in the locker room? Who are they to their mothers? Those are all important questions to ask. Exactly. So I see that you oftentimes avoid claims. You're not a fan of claims. Why don't you put a claims in? Why do you opt instead to wait and pick them up directly? Yeah, a lot of times I'm uh, I'm worried this league is full of great competition and uh, other great owners. So I'm a little weary of uh, going on the, the claim wire just because I don't want to give out any, uh, any you know, leads to what I might think. Uh, kind of keep that behind closed doors. Mm, there we have Except that. for the fact that I'm... Uh, disclosing all of this on air. Yeah, that little tidbit. So that may benefit Alyssa, because we know she's listening out there. Uh, I want to review your schedule, Mason, real quickly. Uh, obviously, you hit nine wins. Very difficult to do, especially in the environment that we had in 2017, 
where literally we had four folks going back and forth. I think at one point, myself, Team Jordan, Team Gary, Team Alyssa, and you were all in the one seed at one point or another. Is that right? Yeah, that's that's and, correct. I had seen uh, a lot of bouncing around there atop the A-Town divisions. And you were even in the four seed at one point. No no chance of going out of the playoffs, but your team really struggled from weeks 9 to weeks 12, where you lost every single game. You lost to Gary. You lost to Alyssa. You lost to, you lost to me. And you lost mm-hmm. to Avery. You lost to everybody in the league. What happened during that stretch of games? Yeah, we had a uh, we had a little bit of a hiccup there in the season. Um, had some personal issues, some uh, some outside agenda things I had to tend to. Actually, forgot to set my lineup one of the weeks. Uh, oh. It was just a snowball effect. A lot of bad things. Yeah, you don't expect that from a three-time champion. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I've bounced back. I've really set my priorities straight. Um, you know, example being right now it's finals week in a a little program I'm in called College. And, uh, you know, I'm just kind of putting that on the back burner for right now and focusing on fantasy football until I can really secure my place in the championship. Yeah, uh, I don't really know much about what you just talked about, but it sounds like it's far less important than (laughs) A-Town fantasy football is. Uh, You know, let's let's look at it. Week 9, 79 points. Week 11, 65. (sighs) Week 12, 66. My God, that sounds like someone who's never before. Yeah, it's hard to believe uh, those are my, my totals for those weeks. It's a little embarrassing, but, you know, it's nothing that a little hard work uh, these next few days can't fix. Yeah, yeah. And listen, you bounce back strong. Since that week 12 when you put up 66 points against me, hmm. you have you lifted yourself over 100 points. Week 13, 105 over Avery. Week 14, 125 over Gary. That 125 points scored was tied for the most you've ever scored this season, dating back to week four. Who'd you put that up wow. against? Gary again. You seem to have mm. had Gary's number this season. What would be your concerns about facing him in a championship situation? If Gary were to defeat me this week, if you were to take down Alyssa this week, is that something that you'd be more confident in because you've defeated him this year? Then again... Taking someone down three times in a season is extraordinarily difficult. Mm, yeah, that's a great point. It's uh, It's been a little bit of a dilemma for me, thinking how to handle this, if I would match up with him. Um, you know, based on what happens over there in the semifinal between Team Jordan and Team Gary, I'm really going to have to structure my lineup uh, accordingly if I would make it to the championship. You know, I always say when you play Team Gary, you strive for 125. It's just what you do. So my guys know that. I know that. If I would happen to, you know, upset Team Alyssa in this semifinal match, we kind of have a game plan going into the championship for Team Gary. Oh, wow. But you never know, really, what's going to happen out there in the field. I know that Team Jordan, uh, your team actually, is very strong. I noticed last week if you would have set the perfect lineup you could have scored 127 points. Not to kind of like harden the load there, but oh, wow. you know, that makes me worried that when your guys are yeah. performing at optimum strength, you're much more powerful mm-hmm. than a lot of teams realize. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Switching from uh, host to owner at this point, I'll talk a little bit about my team. 
Uh, yeah. You know, I have struggled, and I will admit it. I have struggled recently to put together the lineup that, that is destined for greatness. Weeks 11, 12, 13, I was putting up 120, 103, 133 against Alyssa. But this yeah. past week, when things really started to count, when I could have gotten that number one seed, I choked. I choked. I scored 84 points against T this past week, and T took the win. And I'm going to give T McGinnis credit right now. T, if you're listening out there, you had a heck of a season. You put up the third most points scored throughout the year. But you did run into some bumps in the road. You had some strategic mistakes. But don't beat mm. yourself up, kid. See, you did well. Come back next year. Get yourself more prepared for the draft. I know you prepare hard, but you might want to work a little harder. And get a perfect <laughs> lineup. Make those waivers. You know, make them work. And come out right. uh, ready to play. T just did not really perform that well this season. Nor did Avery. Avery McGinnis, sorry to call you out here on air, but uh, Mason, I know you have Pathetic. a little bit of a connection to Avery, I believe. Correct. Tell yeah, us brother. What, what's going through his mind this season? I mean, that must have been brutal to have to watch your team bleed each week. Yeah, I uh, I really sense the feeling of just despair going throughout the year um, with Avery towards the A-Town Fantasy League. Lots of heartaches, lots of tough decisions. Um, no really big players that could just, you know, step up when he needed them to. So it was hard to see, but all I can say is, you know, echoing what you said to T, come back mm-hmm. next year and try to bounce back, you know, prepare a little better, maybe try a little harder, uh, you know, form that relationship between yourself and the players, and that really yeah. brings success. I mean, things were looking good for Avery, uh, through the first three weeks of the season. You know, he got that mm-hmm. win against me week one, 71-66. Lost to Gary week two, very close game there. And then week three, he came out and put 108 points up against you, Mason. You were oh, 45. Yeah. At that point of season, it was almost like we would fast forward to today in December and Avery would be having that number one seed. He was just on fire. And from right. there, it was all downhill. He only scored triple digits twice this season. Right. Very, very upsetting for for Avery. And, you know, at A-Town Fantasy Football, we do have counseling services available for those teams that do not make the playoffs. It's very devastating. We know. We've been there. Mason, I don't know if you've been there very frequently, but we do have counseling services, so we we do uh, those people up, I believe. Uh, school counselors may be talking to Avery this week about the loss. Uh, Correct. Yeah, he needs that. Yeah. Very, very difficult. All right. Oh, it's time for trivia, folks. Mason, we have a trivia question for you today. If you get this right, you're going to win a gift card. Oh, boy. I'm so excited. Here is the question. Who is the only player in A-Town fantasy football history to not make an appearance in the championship game. You have five seconds. Good luck. That would be T. McGinnis. Bing, bang, bang. T. McGinnis is correct. Sorry about that, T. We're using you for a question without your consent. <laughs> but T. McGinnis did not make a championship in his five years as an owner in A-Town. Let's take a look at the league championship series. 
series over the past five years. 2012, Gary Rohn took the inaugural championship game. We all remember that game. He had an 11-4 and total record, which was the best record up until last year when Mason got 13 wins. But that championship in 2012, Mace, do you remember that? 130.5 to 129.3. That was against Avery. Avery was about mm-hmm. to win that championship, and you had, I believe it was the defense for, was it the Vikings, perhaps? Yeah, I believe it was a weird, a weird situation. Ran a nine-yard touchdown back. It was was a pick six, the only possible outcome that could give Gary the championship, and it happened. And that was I remember that, yeah. It was almost not mind-numbing. You you didn't believe what you just saw. (laughs) I remember uh, Avery actually said then that uh, his time in A-Town you know, might be coming to a close after one year just because of that emotional strain from the situation. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you know, that's why we have counselors because, you know, you don't want these kids to to do anything crazy after loss. Right. Uh, we know there's emotional stress and it takes a tool on folks. 2013, we already talked about it in this episode. Alyssa Roan made history. When she captured her first title over Gary, denying Gary that back-to-back championship, she finished off mm-hmm. with an 8-8 eight and eight record. I think Alyssa would even agree. Her team that year had their struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, eight losses, but she persevered, and she won when it counted. She defeated Gary 92.5 to 90.35, a very close championship for the second year in a row on Flea Flicker. And... We heard her talk about earlier. You can rewind the episode and hear what her thoughts were on that historic season. And then after that year came the start of something quite magical for Mason McGinnis, our guest on the show today, when he (laughs) delivered his first championship with a 9-6 and record, defeating Avery 100, and even 100 points to 69 points for Avery. Mason Take us back. I know it might be hard to remember. 2014 feels like a century ago. But you right. haven't since. What happened in that season? And why was that so special to capture the first championship that year? I remember uh, specifically switching over to ESPN gave me a lot of uh, motivation. You know, coming off Flea Flicker, I had some tough years. So just getting that first win against Avery really made a difference. Uh, going forward on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ESPN has done you well. In fact, you've never lost a championship since switching over right. to ESPN. Isn't that hard to believe? I don't believe? plan to. Wow. That's, that's something really special. And then the next year, which is a year that will live in infamy, especially for Alyssa Roan, who, you know, I have, I don't like to bring it up, but I have public apologies numerous times for that 2015 season when we let Mason slide on there. He had two wins, and and Mason, you you adapted, you adjusted, and you played by the rules, and you right. won the championship with a five and eleven record over Alyssa, one seventeen to ninety six. I believe that was called the waiver the waiver wire year. That was the That's year right. when you went off on the waivers. You flipped your team upside down 
and you won gold. What happened that year, 2015? Yeah, if I remember correctly, my championship lineup actually had zero players that I drafted at the initial August or September wow. draft whenever we held it. So it was really, uh, you know, it was kind of a weird year for me, a little bit of questioning from the players what I was thinking, but in the end I proved again, you know, that the plan, you know, you got to just trust the process and stick to the plan. Mason, you drafted first pick this past year, or I'm sorry, you, you had second pick. I had the first pick of the season, and you had the second pick. How does your team? How's your team look in that draft? Do you have players still from the draft? I uh, actually kind of do the same thing every year with the waiver wire, you know, play there, see who I can pick up. But this year, I stuck true to my running backs and receivers. I picked uh, Le'Veon Bell second overall pick from the Steelers. He has been very productive, doing well for me. And I also picked Leonard Fournette, a uh, Jacksonville running back. Those two have been uh, in my lineup every week except their buys. Uh, Receiver-wise, I've kind of bounced around a little bit just because of injuries and injuries to quarterbacks. But uh, quarterback, tight end, defense, kicker, they kind of just go uh, come and go as they please on my team. Interesting, interesting. I'm really excited to see what Mason comes up with this week. He know, you know, we know that when Mason is projected to lose, especially in playoff time when things really matter, uh, it's always fun to watch the waivers and see what he can come up with because, you know, these past three years it's really worked out for you, Mason. But yet, right. I think at some point it's got to backfire. Do you have any concerns about that backfire? I actually do. Season? Yeah. You see, there's uh, there's been a little bit of a running joke going with uh, a community team. I don't know if the viewers out there have heard of uh, Bishop Gilfoyle, but they won the, what is it, the uh, single A football state championship three years in a row, That's just correct. as I won the A-Town championship three years in a row. Wow. And uh, unfortunately this year, Bishop Gilfoyle has been knocked out of contention for that single A state mm-hmm. title. Which yeah. means that uh, you know there's a lot of chaos going on in my head right now. What's going to happen with my team? Yes. Uh, will I follow suit? Will I prevail? It's just kind of one of those weird situations where we just got to see what happens. I remember Mason reaching out to you, letting you know the death of the state news about the marauders of Bishop right. Oil losing, and and I think you were shell shocked. I don't know if you really knew how to react because at that point, you know. You know, do we believe in, in superstitions? I don't know. But all I know mm-hmm. is that this could be a foreshadowing uh, of your fate. And right. obviously that's great news for, for the Roman because, you know, we don't want to see Bishop Guilfoyle lose, but we know that Mason kind of hinders based on their success. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to seeing if, if that streak continues. Are you able to defy those odds or not? You know, that's interesting. Right. So, and then last year, 2016, your most recent championship victory, the first championship appearance by yours truly, Commissioner Jordan Roan, I was able to enter the, the championship and, and was feeling really, really good. However, everything went straight to HE double hockey stick. <laughs> In the last moments of that night football game. It really wasn't you, your fault either. You were coming in with a twelve and three record. We knew you were the first seed. I knew you were, you were, you know, you were remarkable. I think out of 
Is it fair to say, Mason, that out of those three seasons, last year probably was your strongest team? I, I would say last year I definitely had the most confidence in my team and uh, had some really defining wins in my season. That Yeah, I, I feel like going into the championship, it was my best team. Yeah, the most versatile team, I think. You Correct. have weapons. And, and I knew that coming into the championship. I knew that it was going to be a very difficult feat to, to try to try to take you down. Um, mm. And I was looking to be the champion until at the very end of that game. It's hard to talk about. I'm just now talking about it a year later, um, opening up about this, this tragedy, if you will, when mm. Ezekiel Elliott, my star running back, who obviously ran into some problems this year legally, but he was taken out of the game in the third quarter. The third quarter. I had 122 points. Mason, you had 123. If he was just given the ball and just ran it 10 yards maybe, I could yep. be looking at, at that trophy sitting in my room all year long. But it just wasn't meant to be. They pulled him out. Jerry Jones cut the cord. They wanted to save him for playoffs, and, and from there, it was devastation. Mason just took the championship on, on Dak Prescott's back, 123 to 122. We thought we'd never see a championship as close as 2012. We thought that Gary, Gary first championship was, was going to be the closest until last season. Uh, what was going through your head when you were watching that Monday Night Football game last year with the Cowboys? You saw Zeke was taken out. I mean, was champagne oh. popping? What was going on? Oh, you know it. It was it was a crazy uh, night here at the McGinnis household. I knew going into the game it was going to be close. We had, you know, very uh, close projections. I believe you were projected to win by one when it's all said and done, once that game was finished. So I knew it was going to be close, but in the third quarter I saw, you know, Jerry Jones, start scratching his head, Jason yeah. Garrett, start making some moves. And I, I knew that, that. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott was coming out to save him for the playoffs. So it was a uh, a pretty big move that helped me and sort of swung the momentum in my favor. Uh, there was streamers, there was music, there was partying. It was quite the event here knowing that, uh, you know, Ezekiel Elliott was sitting on the bench when you just needed one more point. And the rest is history. Since then, you know, you have you've really done a great job this season, Mace. I've got to give it to you. Uh, coming in as the one seed after winning three straight championships, you know, we think even year out, you know, he can't win another. He can't win another. And at this point, all bets are off because you are primed to make another appearance in the championship. So am I. And wouldn't it be something, Mason? Wouldn't it be something if we we had a repeat of mm. last year's championship. Folks, it could happen. Lisa doesn't want to hear great. it. Gary doesn't want to hear it. But we may see Mason versus Jordan, the one versus two seed, <laughs> in the championship again this season. That would be something crazy. And if it happens, we will be sure to bring you the latest coverage, latest interviews to talk about mm-hmm. this in full. This is going to be a wild ride. Do you agree, Mace? Oh, I'd have to say it would be an honor to uh, play you to rematch last year's championship, hopefully under uh, fair conditions, you know, no players pulled, no injuries. 
just to see really out of these two owners who is the best in 2017. We want want full teams to be going 100% for all four quarters so that we really know who who the complete team is, who the true champion Mm -hmm. will be. Three-time defending champ going for four. Mason McGinnis back in September. You made your prediction, and I gotta pull it up again. On that draft draft day, September third, Mason, you predicted it would be you winning the championship over Alyssa. Yeah, isn't that funny? Alyssa had herself over you. You have yourself over her. You had the right matchup. You didn't have the right right week. Here we are in the semifinals. It's gonna happen. You think you're gonna beat Alyssa? Alyssa thinks she's gonna beat you. What do you think? I know you probably want to say you're gonna win, but do you you have to give Alyssa credit? She really has outperformed herself this season, right? You know, coming out of that draft, we both knew that we were evenly matched and uh, both had a shot at the championship. So those predict. Those uh, project- projections were accurate, but I have to say, uh, you know, removing bias, removing my heart from it, I really think that this week Tom Brady is going to put on a performance. Whether or not he wins in Pittsburgh, he's going to be putting up a lot of points. I just don't know if I have a quarterback that can match that performance. So I'm going to give the nod to Alyssa facing you in the championship. Team Alyssa versus Team Jordan. That is my oh. projection. My goodness. Did you just hear that, everybody? Mason McGinnis is actually projecting a loss for himself this week. A very humbling statement just made by Mason. He's giving the the edge to Alyssa. Or or is Mason setting himself up to have a nice excuse after he gets defeated? (laughs) You'll never know. That is very shocking news, a very bold prediction by Mason. I don't think we've ever heard that here before. He thinks his streak is coming to an end, and he thinks it's going to be Alyssa and Jordan Mason. Who wins that matchup? I think i got to go back to the initial draft where you were projected to have the best team after the draft for week one, and I think that you will prevail for your first ever eight-pound championship over Alyssa. Wow, wouldn't that be score, something you just made my day? Oh, I, w- I would say a score of about 120 to 115, a close matchup. Wow, wouldn't that be something? That means both teams are really going to show up. Both teams are mm-hmm. really going to make their mark. That's oh, right. my goodness. This is going to be something special. And I'm really looking forward to tuning in and seeing how these scores all shake down this week in the semifinals. Tune in. It's Alyssa versus Mason, Gary versus Jordan, A-Town Fantasy Football Semifinals. It all comes down to this. Mason McGinnis, thank you so much for being here today. Best of luck this week and however far you may go. Thank you, Jordan. Best of luck to you as well, and uh, hopefully I could meet you in the championship. I look forward to it. Time to get my revenge. How about it? All right, this has been... A-Town Talk, semifinal edition. I'm Jordan Roan, your league commissioner. Thanks for joining us here, and we'll talk to you next time. Good luck to all teams.
Mace. Oh, that was great. That, that was something. That was awesome. We just did. Uh, I just looked at it. It's been 50 minutes. I was like thinking. I know. We have a freaking podcast. That was effortless. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's bring Alyssa back. Oh, I think Alyssa unmuted. I think she muted her phone. So she's listening. Um, Here, I'm going to press something real quick. Hold on. Okay. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.